Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human-moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. The numbers told the story, they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Hour number two of a numbers game at VSIN, the sports betting network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. However, you're taking us in this morning, we appreciate it. It's Gil Alexander, it's Kelly Bidelon. What's up, bro? How you doing, man? You good? I haven't heard good, much bro. from you today. Yeah, you're right. I've had a lot of guests. I drew in nature. Yeah, I drew in nature. It's true. <laughs> I love drew, drew in nature. nature. <laughs> Matt Cox, not in nature. Uh, Jason Weingarten will be in nature, and I do mean nature, a little later on the show from under a cloud of smoke. We'll get his thoughts on all things Super Bowl 58 um, and beyond, whatever he's betting. Um, we get tweets at beating the book. Just always, let me just read a couple here. Big, big anticipation for the Megapod tomorrow, the Vegas lifestyle one, which I want to say is our 12th or 13th annual. I have to check. Um, Eric Berg, seven-star Steve, better be in a cutoff on the Megapod. Going to be an awesome episode tomorrow. Talk about it sleeveless. <laughs> uh, Trip Tepper, put down your school books. Nod to uh, Vegas runner, Ace. He said this week, and tune in for the uh, Megapod Lifestyle Edition. Maybe some tips on dodging the landmines for Super Bowl week for unsuspecting visitors. Yeah, we'll get into that a little bit for sure. Um, highly anticipated. We look forward to that as well. Um, so then there are the novelty props of Super Bowls. Super Bowl 58, no different. Um, you got your Post Malone singing America the Beautiful. I don't know if I've seen those up yet. Yeah, I haven't seen anything on that. We've been on, we've been hey, on America. You've seen a time on, on Reba? Oh, yeah, I've seen oh, okay, a time. Okay. Oh. <laughs> what do you mean? I spent like a good hour on Reba last how much night. Is it, how much does it move? Better question then, I guess. Well, it's interesting. We'll get into it momentarily. But, you know, we have, on this show and on the podcast, we have been unabashed about betting on these things through the years. Uh, there was a stretch where we could not miss a halftime bet on the Super Bowl, whether it was Katy Perry, whether it was Bruno Mars. That's how far back we go. We had Bruno Mars with the pompadour at, like, $2 plus. Katy Perry's first song, on and on with these. Um one year we bet on America the Beautiful. I don't even remember this. This was on a numbers game just a few years ago. Leslie, what's my man's name? Odom Jr.? No idea. From uh, Hamilton? Is it Leslie Odom Jr.? 
he has the voice of an angel. Anyway, he sang. Uh, he sang uh, America. Confirmation the, in my ear. Yeah, Leslie Odom Jr. He sang America the Beautiful, and I suggested the over because I'm like, this guy's gonna let it breathe. And I tagged him in my tweet, and he sent me back a, uh, a fist. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I do remember that yeah, one. He was all about <laughs> I it. Forgot about so it. I, I haven't seen any post Malone America the Beautiful times. We haven't gotten to that yet. And I will say about Usher, I'm having difficulty with Usher's first song here, and I'll tell you why. Because there's there's a few candidates here for Usher that are are really in play. They're all kind of the they're, they're not the shortest shot. The shortest shot for Usher fans out there is uh, "Loving the Club," and I don't think that's going to be it. But it, it between DJ God has fallen in love. You know that one, Kelly. Yeah, Kelly doesn't know that one. DJ's God has fallen in love with me. Whatever, something like that. Okay, sorry about that, guys. I know the song. <laughs> DJ got us falling in love. Um, that, OMG, and Yeah. You know Yeah, right? I don't know. You know that one. Yeah, so I, I know all of these. It's one of those three is going to be the first, and one of those three is going to be the last. But between DJ got us falling in love, OMG, and Yeah, I can't figure it out yet. And I can't trick my Apple Music people into telling me. <laughs> That's the other part. <laughs> hey, you don't think his first song will... Um, I mean, that one's going to be tough. Like that, That's going to be tough to figure out. The problem was the way that I did this in the past was you'd go to their set lists. Right. The artist's set list, and you figure out, oh, what's the one? that Like Katy Perry. Yeah, she, she started, Katie, that was last year, right? No, Katy, no, Katy Perry was two, several years ago. But oh. she, she was like, roar. Every time she started a concert was with her song, roar. And, of course, she did it in the Super Bowl because right. she's not... And I said this in part of the handicap. I was like, she's not one to really ad-lib on that kind of thing. And she didn't. She went with roar. Usher starts most of his set list, most of his concerts, with My Way. That does not feel like a Super Bowl halftime show starting song. So, it's again, I, it's between, I'm pretty sure it's between DJ God Has Fallen in Love, OMG, and yeah, but I can't decide. So, I can't recommend a bet. But on Reba, singing the national anthem, this is pretty interesting. So, I was mentioning earlier that Adam Burke did a phenomenal job of the Reba McIntyre deep dive. Reba McIntyre, by the way, doing the national anthem. So some of these artists that we've had doing the national anthem, you like scour YouTube, you can't find any, or at most like one random performance of them doing a national anthem. Not Reba McIntyre, Kelly. She has probably performed the national anthem five bajillion times. And so some of these are preserved on YouTube. I thought I did a deep dive, but then I... So Adam Burke, Adam Burke had add-ons. So just as a, this is a brief history, if you will. Oh yeah, we're doing it. A brief history of Reba McIntyre national anthems. Uh, there's one in 1974 when she was just a young lady. Uh, Reba was at the National Finals Rodeo in, in Oklahoma City, and she did the national anthem in one minute and 12 seconds. This is when she was like a, a relative unknown. Pretty much an yeah, unknown. It's, it's a while ago. 112, 1974. That's almost a half a century ago. <laughs> that is 49 years ago. No, it's about to be 50 now. I don't know if it's 50 exactly, but it's literally 50 years ago. She did it in 112. Now, Adam found, <laughs> I don't know how he found this, but there's one in 1978 that Adam Burke found that he pieced together and said approximately 120. Okay. Okay. Uh, 1984, this one's on YouTube as well. Round one, again, of the, of the 1984 National Finals Rodeo. 
She did it in 117, one minute and 17 seconds for Reba McIntyre. I was wondering why the 120 uh, didn't have a little bit more of a description. Because we I have no idea where it is. Adam Burke's like, here it is, 120. <laughs> Adam did great work, got it. So, okay, now here's another one that Adam found. 1985, before World Series Game 1, uh, for those of a certain age who remember the 1985 World Series, it was the St. Louis Cardinals and the uh, Kansas City Royals, whatever that highway is between them, they called it that series, right? Uh, Kansas City ends up winning it in seven games. But before game one, which St. Louis won, Reba sang the national anthem. Do you know how quickly she sang the national anthem, courtesy of Adam Burke on this one? One minute and five seconds. It's like Reba was double parked outside the stadium, and she's like, I got to go. I got a thing. Two years later, excuse me, probably 12 years later, 1997, Reba shows up before World Series game three before, uh, between the Marlins and, at that time, the Cleveland Indians. Uh, a series that the Marlins famously won. Levon Hernandez getting a very favorable strike zone. But before game three, Reba sang the national anthem. She did it in 122, her longest to that point. Uh, one more nod to Adam Burke on this one. 2010 at the National Finals Rodeo opening night, Reba sang it in her longest amount of time at 125. And then the most recent one, Celebrity Hope Softball Game. This is outdoor daytime. Reba sang it in 118. So anywhere from between 105 to 125. Do you know what the uh, over-under is on uh, some of these faraway shops? I just pulled one up. One minute and 28 seconds on one of these. Yeah, I'm seeing 126 and a half in front of me. But still, even at that number, everything you're seeing on your screen is shorter than that. Yeah, so for Reba to go over the current numbers, she'd have to milk it in a way that she has not milked it before. I believe is the technical musical term. Sure, yeah, totally. Now, now, I, I guess the first counterpoint, if you will, I guess oh, it's not a counterpoint. I'm saying it's possible she does because it's Super Bowl. Big so stage. It's the Super Right. It's That's Super all Bowl. I was gonna say. It's the Super Bowl. I mean, now she's done multiple World Series games too, but yeah, Super I, Bowl. I had no idea that Reba McIntyre had like a cottage industry of national anthems. I feel like it makes a lot of sense, but yeah, I, I didn't know that either. I feel like it makes a lot of sense. The um. Do you know what, do you remember what some of the past times were? Because um, I also wonder if there is like the event production, you know what I mean, slots it for a certain amount of time. It's funny so, you ask me because I, I had this yesterday. If it's, this is totally just me thinking here too aloud, but if it's like close to a minute and a half that they have it slotted for, like they might even tell her like, hey, I know you've come in at a minute 10 before. Get, you know, stretch it a little longer for us. Right, but that's, remember, they usually do that with the instrumentation, too, um, because, it, remember, this is from first lyric to yeah, end of last lyric. Yeah, that's an important part. The yep. big musical intro does not factor in here. Chris Stapleton did it in two minutes and one second last year. Yeah. Two minutes and one second. He hit the Brave at about 154 and carried it approximately seven seconds. Chris Stapleton. <laughs> My God. Well, Double park is, is an understatement for that. See, but was he playing, though, too? Like, was Chris he... Stapleton was double parked and had a plane to catch. Both. <laughs> Good God, get out of there. Well, yeah, one, 201 for him. But, like, was he playing guitar while he was doing that, right? Like, now, now rem well, I don't, yeah, he was playing the guitar, but remember. I feel like that would add in then. But remember, the total for him last year was two minutes. So he okay. actually right. went so, over by yeah. a second. This one they have jacked up all the way to 226 and a half or 228, which is interesting. So, because Reba's never done it that long. 
So I so what does that tell me? That tells me that one twenty his, one twenty six and a half. Oh, what did I say, too? Two. Yeah, that, that, would, that would be a long. <laughs> Definitely hit the though. under if you see yeah. that one. I want to say, like, Alicia Keys was the longest. I, I, could yeah, be wrong I feel about like that, that makes sense. Yeah. She should be. Um, so, historically, it's an under, but do you trust that she won't milk it? I mean, it's a, it's always a fun bet. There's I, all your information. I, yeah, though. I'd throw a few bucks on the under. It's always yeah. a fun one. Get the game going. Uh, and and you, always get to, you always do get the sweat of how long do they hang on the brave. Well, I, when I was doing the Alicia Key, Keys one, I remember distinctly saying, look, Alicia Keys is just like with Leslie Odom Jr. She's going to let it marinate. She's going to let it right, breathe. Yes. You're going to get trills and whatever the musical terms are <laughs> for whatever, right? <laughs> Reba does not strike me that way, right? Reba yeah. is just, she is solid fundamentals national anthem. She's like, give me a Star Spangled Banner and I'll do it. Well, plus, you know, like it, it's... You know, she did her first one 50 years ago. Like, is there... She's been doing this for 50 years. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we've talked about this before. Like, is she even able to go, you know, you know, to, to oh, let it hang like that anymore? I don't know. You. How dare you with the Reba <laughs> slander? I have no idea. <laughs> slander or not. Um, so the under, historically, would be the play. But uh, factor in some milkage, I believe is what we're trying to say, perhaps. That would also be part of the handicap. There it is. There's your national anthem deep dive. Big assist, Adam Burke. We applaud Adam Burke. All of this, by the way, uh, from Adam at vcin.com. Yet another handicapping angle on the website. We'll come back. Some Super Bowl 58 talk and Jason Weingarten as well. Some NBA talk as well. Next. Hey, guys. This is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally. But Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, it's Creighton, you don't watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, going to win. Not the Big East tournament? They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Cre- Creighton is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a, is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. 
I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Hot steaks, you'll fall in love at first bite with their tender steaks, juicy burgers, air-chilled chicken, and more. You're going to love every bite. It's Omaha Steaks guarantee. And for a limited time, when you go to omahasteaks.com slash vsin, you'll get four free air-chilled boneless chicken breasts and four free rich, juicy, boneless pork chops with your order. Minimum purchase may apply. Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidlin, live from Barcanada, the barrage here at the D. Um, here's why I got confused, Kelly. I messed up on that. Because remember, I was talking about Chris Stapleton. You asked, you asked about Chris Stapleton. Chris Stapleton wasn't quick at all last year. He did it in two minutes and one second. His over-under was two minutes. And then we went back to Reba. And remember, you were saying, you're like, wait, not two minutes, one minute. You were talking. So Chris Stapleton was actually an average length national anthem. What yeah. we're dealing here yes. with Reba is an extremely short, quick version, as we were talking about, in the National Anthem. So just some National Anthem history, and this is courtesy of the lines. The longest was not Alicia Keys. The longest was Renee Fleming. Renee Fleming, everybody. Uh, She did it in 2 minutes and 23 seconds back in 2014. And by the way, went under. Renee Fleming, a quick Google search tells me, is an American theater performer. <laughs> just Googled her to see if the, the face would help me out. It didn't uh, at no, all. It nothing didn't nothing all. rings a bell. Um, second was a Lady Gaga who went in 222. That was over. And Alicia Keys, I believe, was the third longest at 215 when she did it. Um, and Alicia Keys was an over as well. By the way, Kelly Clarkson was a push. Back in 2012 at 134. I like vaguely remember that too. Like there being some controversy or something, right? I, well, there's been controversy on a couple of these. Just as many, it just seems like uh, the random, there's no trend in terms of over-unders for those who are yeah. looking for a trend on this. But here's the point of this now. So Reba is off the charts quick. This is like, little baseball analogy, this is like when Tim Lincecum would take on Roy Oswalt in the playoffs in the early 2010s and they couldn't make the total low enough. Right. Right. They couldn't, they couldn't adjust the total below a six back then. That was like pushing it. They couldn't go below that in terms of a line, even though they knew the the actual number they should make is probably below that. This 128 we're seeing on Reba feels like the bookmaker equivalent of that. They can't go any lower. <laughs> they just refuse to. It can't be this quick, right? But that's how Reba sings them. So what was the one that just stuck out to me? So the, okay, Mickey, Mickey Guyton. That's another one I brought up. Uh, I don't know. Who, who doesn't forget that? Yeah, I, don't, I don't know who that is. I'm sorry. Um, so what posted time over under was 135, ended up going 152. So, like, that would be kind of the comp of what, okay, who else has been short, but old Mickey Guyton ended up going way over then. Mickey Guyton, a country singer. 
who I am unaware of. Yeah, that's why it makes sense. I don't know. Um, and then Kelly Clarkson, we talked about it, posted time one thirty four, but that was a push. Uh, so, Kelly Clarkson. So, like you're talking about, like this is we'd be talking about a record short amount of time. I don't. I don't know. Now, now I've changed my mind into thinking the only, the only bet is the over because we've never seen one go this short. It's amazing. The most famous of them all, Whitney Houston, the late great Whitney Houston, before the uh, before the Super Bowl, sang it in one fifty six. No lines recorded for those. Anyway, there's your deep dive into the national anthem. That was good stuff. Ah, oh, it's good. I think we can go home now. Unfortunately, unfortunately, we I like I th- I felt like we had a really strong direction uh, uh, going into it, and then well, looking at some of these past ones. Well, we wow. did, but then the Chris Stapleton thing threw yeah. me off because I'm like, because you were like, what do you, you don't mean two minutes? You mean one minute? I'm like, wait, wait, Chris Stapleton was, but Chris Stapleton was an average length. He wasn't quick. Right, right, yeah, no, yeah. It, we're talking about Reba, and like you, like you brought up last segment. Yeah. I mean, having we've we've got a ton of these that are tracked that she's done. But this would be, I mean, for a Super Bowl, incredibly, incredibly quick. This is like the Usain Bolt of national Right, anthems. yeah. They don't, they didn't think before Usain Bolt that you could run at six foot five inches tall that fast. No one thinks you can sing the national anthem this fast. Now, do you think there's anything, uh, do you, do you, like, if you're Reba? You had Reba McIntyre being compared to Usain Bolt <laughs> on the show today. You have cashed. Like, okay, if you're Reba, do yeah. you think she knows any of this? And is there any part to, I would love to be known as the record holder for the National Anthem? I don't think there's a person in Reba's sphere I don't think so. who has the onions <laughs> to walk up to Reba and t- t- talk to her about any of this stuff. Because these these musical artists have nothing but a surra- a constellation of yes people. Well, yeah, but but but, but think about the yes man situation here. It's hey Reba, like this is uh, facts. This is how this is how quickly you usually sing it. I want to hear about Th- that. This is how long some of these stars that do the national anthem of the you Super Bowl Reba drag it out she, to. She doesn't care. Reba gets you some more camera time, dragging it out a bit longer. No, she does not care. She does not care about stuff like that. She's 68 years old. You think she cares? She was 18 when she sang that first one we documented. Bend the we'll over. never have another. You're bending over? I'm bending yeah. over. We'll never have another artist I'm go, I'm going, I'm with this much volume. Going against, uh, going against the Reba treads. The Reba treads. Well, it's only a few seconds more. Yeah, so you could a, be right. A few, yeah. But again, it's like it's the lowest they can set the total. This is Lincecum versus Oswald. I'm thinking as a TV producer now, too, because they probably slot uh, out like two minutes for this. You can't have Reba go 115. Maybe we should milk four segments out of this. <laughs> I gotta fill it, gotta fill that, <laughs> fill it the last, you know, half a minute. Oh, man. That's quality commercial time they could sell. Hey, can we talk about something we, uh, we casually glossed over when we were talking with Drew? Because I said to him, I go, hey, we were, Kelly and I were talking about MVP in the yeah, NBA yeah. earlier, if there's any other awards market. And he threw in, he's like, well, I think the Victor Wembanyama ship has sailed. Yeah, yeah. I'm, so That was a little eyebrow raising to well, me. Well, no, but, but but I do want to point out to those, because when last we touched on it, Chet Holmgren was clearly, right to people, clearly the rookie of the year. What was he, minus 170 at that time? Yeah, we've basically flipped. Oh, and Victor's north of $2 in some spots. In some spots, right? Yeah. So he's like minus 230. Um, would you bet him at minus 230? No. If anything, I'd still look to bet Chet. Chet's plus 175. Yeah, I, I bet him. Plus, I, two, two, two horse race, though. I right? bet him at two to one over the weekend um, in full transfer. Chet Holmgren. Yeah, I bet, I bet Chet. Um, and this is, 
I could easily lose it. I think getting getting a rookie at two to one that is going to be playing on a playoff team that might end up being on the number one seed in the West somehow. I I couldn't pass up two to one. I wish I would have gotten a piece of Wemby earlier. We talked a lot about this on Hardwood Handicappers. Uh, Zach and I did actually yesterday. Talked a lot about the, about this, and then last week as well. And like, would love to be stacking up some plus money tickets on both guys because sure. I wouldn't be shocked at all if it swings again. But we might hit we might hit a point. We might be hitting a point where Wemby runs away with it, like Drew hinted at. What what you've had happen in the past week is is Greg Popovich go on record that Victor Wembanyama's minutes are going to be increased. So that, along with the production that he's continued to put out there. Um, is why these odds have really swung, and yeah, he's putting up he's putting up great numbers. They're be- they're better than Chet, but Chet's numbers are ridiculous too. Oh, it's just amazing. like I mean, this is one of the best rookie of the year races like we've we've seen in a very long time. So I'm wondering, just at the end of the day, Gil, how much it, for the voters out there? How much do you factor in? Okay, the rookie of the year is often like this, where we get a guy on a bad team who's able to put up some big numbers. And do we just care about the numbers? Is that all we care about? Or do we care about a little bit that that Chet Holmgren is the second or worst, at worst, third best player on a team that is a playoff caliber team, even high-end Western Conference team? Is it as simple as this? We got to give Wemby something. Right, he's got to win something. I mean, and like these, yeah, like maybe, and I hate that, but I hate that too because the other one is Defensive Player of the Year, which he's nowhere close. Even though he leads the league in blocks per game, right? Yeah, is it like done deal, fait accompli, like that? This is Gobert's because I I feel like Wembanyama doesn't get enough respect in that category. Yeah, no, no, I I don't think you're wrong. I mean, Gobert is Gobert is just I mean, every year that guy belongs up there. I understand. I understand why he is. I wish though, Gil, that yes, we could we could spread these awards out between Wembenyama and Chet. Yeah. To your point. Like it, it, it I mean, he's, it, just, it just the cookie just don't crumble that it, way. It just does doesn't it. crumble. Yeah. But he's leading in he's leading in blocks as you said. He is leading the NBA in blocks. <laughs> leading the NBA in blocks, which I'm told is a pretty important <laughs> defensive stat. I don't know if you saw the, the one uh, the one the other day of the was go, go uh, going up for a was going up for a layup. I forget who it was and he just he just snatched just it. Snatched both hands literally. just grabbed it. No. Which in Mine. our mind's eye we we imagined would happen before right, he exactly. entered the league. Yeah, yeah. But it's literally like it's literally like watching a high school or play elementary school kids, you know. What I mean? But there's like, like a few players before you get to Victor Wembanyama and Defensive Player of the Year, right? It's more than Gobert. Yeah, I believe so. I haven't checked that market here in a while. Let me pull it up uh, right now. I did this morning, and I will tell you right now that it is. Because Gobert has been a big favorite of that market now for a while. It's uh, Gobert followed by OG Ananobi at plus seven fifty, then Holmgren at twelve yeah. to one. And then before you get to Wembanyama, AD and Bam Adebayo are both shorter than. Uh, Wembanyama, who's forty to one. Yeah, where's Reba McIntyre in this market? Is she, is she available? <laughs> we can talk about her more. Uh, we'll come back. Jason Weingarten from Under a Cloud of Smoke at Spreadopedia. Heard he's already been tweeting out stuff this morning. Find out what he's betting. Super Bowl Fifty Eight. The Chiefs and the Niners cannot wait. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. VEASAN experts to work for you and start betting smarter with a VEASAN Pro subscription. Sign up on a VEASAN Pro annual subscription. Get your first year for only $199. Just use promo code ANG. Get access to everything on our brand new VEASAN.com website. I'll read through it. 
daily best bets with the leaderboard to see which VEASAN expert has the hot hand. Betting splits to show you where the money and bets are moving for every game. Betting systems, premium analysis, 24-7 video access, plus our upcoming Super Bowl betting guide with best bets and favorite prop bets. Remember to use promo code ANG, though. That's ANG, folks, as in a numbers game. This fine program you're currently listening to with the Gil Alexander. Get your first year Visa Pro Access for only $199. Sign up today at Visa.com slash subscribe. That was me and Kelly playing a game of chicken right there. <laughs> I just kept my mouth shut. I'm like, when is he going to end? I had to, you did a good job, you beat me. I had to stop because I knew you were just going to let me go. Uh, there are, when I say we get tweets, boy, oh boy, people love some Reba and some talk about novelty props. This is from, uh, let's see, we get uh, tweets. Brian M., Drew looked like he was under a cloud of smoke himself this morning. Robert Moss, Ursher starts with, yeah, book it. That was one of my three. Money-making M. Oh, this is a good tweet, Kelly. He said, Usher stated in a recent Vogue interview that the show would be more traditional R&B. Oh, so I don't think either of the EDM songs would open the show. So my obvious choice is, yeah, since it's his biggest single. Max unit bet. So that makes me gravitate towards yeah also, because the other ones are EDM. He went his EDM phase, right? Okay. Yeah, strict R&B. The only other thing I would throw in there, again, his set lists usually start with my way, which is super R&B, but I don't think he's going to start a Super Bowl show with, with my way. So I think yeah is the choice. I really do. Okay. Um, Brian Gerson, your Reba impersonation is spot on. I thought Kelly dropped a Reba voice drop. Johnny Ringo, a whole segment on the National Anthem. Fancy, don't let me down. Let's go. Ryan Hyatt, the Reba McIntyre National Anthem time deep dive by Gil and Kelly this morning on VEASAN was pretty much why I got out of bed today. Only question now is her strength of schedule top 75, and does she have Sweet 16 experience? melding of segments. Michael Harrison, thanks to you, it's also impossible to listen to regular sports talk radio. I heard take the point so often yesterday that you'd think Detroit could have just walked up to the refs and said, here's the ball, we're going to surrender this drive and take the three points. Thanks. Yeah, don't get me started. D-Money 2171. My wife went to a Reba show last year at Foxwoods, and she was on stage for exactly one hour. Not surprised she knocks these gigs out. She's 68. She should be on for one hour. I remember when Prince was getting in his later years, he was 90 minutes gone. I'd be like, is that Prince who I used to watch at like 3 a.m. and the, the Fillmore in San Francisco go on for five hours and go to work in the morning at 8 a.m.? No, it's old Prince. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this one is from James. Oh, this is a great one from James Lloyd. Found a plane flyover at four and a half. Took the over, got limited to five bucks. Thunderbird formation, always five to six planes. Saw that one as well. That's a great one. Do we know it's always the Thunderbirds, though? Don't they mix that up? Listen, Kelly, don't question the flyover Wait, you get like handicap. The... <laughs> I know, I know. You Sometimes you get like the solo B-2 always, bomber, you know. I like... always want to bring up other planes. I'm just saying it's Thunderbirds. <laughs> we <laughs> never talk about planes. I would love to talk way more about the plane number. Kelly, always with the plane stuff. Jason Weingarten joins us from under a cloud of smoke. He's at Spreadopedia on Twitter. How you doing, Jason? Ellie, ask and you shall receive. You want to talk about airplanes? We are going to talk about airplanes. I don't know if you know this or not. I am not only the winningest guest in VEASAN history, I am the official yes. flyover handicapper of VEASAN. Um, if, if needed, I will call the Pentagon. Or actually, my girlfriend will call her contacts at the <laughs> Pentagon, and we will find out the exact number remember for he, this flyover. Remember he, he did this last year? Because the B-2 comes from Whiteman Air Force Base in uh, 
Kansas and they got the Rose Bowl, so they're not they're not doing the Super Bowl too. There we go. And, and this I, is the guy. That, there you go. And, and I did a, just get he, Matt Hicks in my ear, letting me know that the the Thunderbirds are local. So that would make a lot of sense. He picks up the phone, this guy, Jason Weingarten, here his girlfriend, and they call the Pentagon. This happened last <laughs> Hello, year. Pentagon? Literally. Yeah. Pentagon, may, may I speak with the, uh, the defense, the secretary of defense? And he gets on the phone with Jason. It's not a joke. It's and not. Mind you, not only this, but this is not my only contact. I have, I have multiple contacts. I can call people up anywhere in the government, get stuff done. You can, call, you can call the Oval Office right now, Jason? Is that what you're telling me? I don't know. I, I think we're on bad terms with that office, personally. I get into a lot of stuff. I call, I call a lot of people pretty quick. The crew wants to know if you'd call the Postmaster General. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. I got a letter from the Postmaster General a couple weeks ago. <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> I, I, I literally got a letter from the Postmaster General a couple weeks ago. Uh, did it start by saying, Dear Jason, wow, you show no, up here was, a lot. It was strongly worded, though. It was strongly worded, I will tell you that. Strongly worded uh, posi- positively? Doesn't sound like it. No, it was uh, uh, moderately unsettling. You know, the, the post office is one minute. of the branches of wait the government. You don't Hold, on. They're, Hold on. Their postal inspectors are serious people. You don't want to screw with the post office. Wait a minute. You got a moderate wait, we have to talk about this. You got a moderately unsettling letter from the postmaster general? Yeah, because Mrs. Kong messed up one of my packages at the post office. I thought you loved Mrs. Kong. We talked I about do, this. I do, but she messed up. It was a really unfortunate situation. We got to get to the bottom of this. I, I, <laughs> I accidentally sent something media mail that I shouldn't, and they sent me a strongly worded letter about not abusing my media mail privileges. I'm not joking. It was literally from the Postmaster General. Bro, what did you send? You're not allowed to send? I, I don't even know what it was. It was something, not media, apparently, but... It went media mail, and that's a big no-no, and they were mad at me. What is media mail? What does that mean? If you're if you're sending somebody like like a DVD, DVDs or DVDs or something. Oh, okay. I don't know. Oh, Jason Weingarten, everybody. Breaking news. Strongly worded letter from the Postmaster General. Running afoul of the authorities. Did it start with thanks for your continued loyalty? At least like, I thought. It, that's I mean, why come I, said, on, right? I thought yeah. it started by going, "Wow, you're amazing," but no, apparently not. <laughs> Uh, Jason, a couple things. One, please do get to the bottom of the plane thing because we'd like to win some bets on a flyover. And two, uh, those are new glasses, aren't they? These are new glasses. I got them yesterday. What, what, what's, what precipitated this? I needed uh, a nice pair of glasses at my brother's weddings this weekend, and many Visa and, uh, viewers have commented that my glasses are a little uh, foggy and the lenses are kind of crappy. And it's true. They're like five-year-old glasses. Our listeners have call, have t- yeah. have tweeted at him and said, your glasses are foggy. Get new glasses. And he obliged. Look at Sharp. So, I love it. I actually got I got two new pairs of glasses, but I, I just wanted to go with the colorful ones. Today. That is that a turtle uh, rim? Like, what do we call that? That's uh, very colorful. I don't even know. Okay. I, I literally looked at these and I was like, these are hideous. All right. I must have them. Jason, Super Bowl 58. Uh, as long as you're not behind bars and can still bet this, what are you betting? Man, you know, I've, I've said it twice before. I think I'm going to have to go a third time here. But if you're going to give me Patrick Mahomes as a dog, I'm going to have to take Patrick, Patrick Mahomes as a dog. I'm going to have to dive a little deeper into some of the MVP stuff because I, I started sending you some of the, the stuff yesterday. I saw uh, Scott Kazmar pulled a couple notes on Twitter. But uh, quarterbacks haven't won three Super Bowl MVPs in a row. A tight end's never won. Uh, just some some interesting stuff. Is this the year I'm finally going to find a defensive player? I'm, I'm I really don't have one that stands out yet, but I'm I'm trying to kind of approach this game from from some different angles and see what sort of value I can uncover and unlock. But uh, 
you know, I'm not not kind of jumping in on the the obvious things, the Kelsey MVP, the Mahomes MVP. Um, I will take a little bit of the Chiefs here if I can still find some twos this week, but um, we got a lot of time, so nothing nothing I got to rush in on and start betting today. Fortunately, what was the, what was that wacky thing you texted me yesterday that you're thinking about betting? Which wacky thing? You got to be more specific. Yeah, I really do. <laughs> it's very true. What did I say? Did I uh... something that, something that you were th- considering betting? Oh, oh Trent, Trent Williams yes. anytime touchdown. Yeah, the most uh, the most amazing stat in the Super Bowl. No Alabama player has ever scored points in the Super Bowl. Is how, about, that... how about that stat? Wow. No Alabama right? player. No Alabama player has ever scored a Super Bowl. So, of course, in Jason Weingarten's mind, he immediately goes to Trent Williams to score a <laughs> touchdown. Well, he could, he could fall on the ball, right? I mean, you fumble into the end zone, he falls on the ball. Like, what, what odds can I get on that? You know, 200 to 1, 300 to 1, like something like that. Um, it could happen. He could be ineligible. We've seen it, We've seen could, it before this year. Play. That's what I mean. What if the, the 49ers blow them out? It's like 42 to 10 in the fourth quarter. You're telling me you're not getting your Hall of Fame tackle, the, the fridge play touchdown? Yeah, like, but the problem is know, that Trent Williams. Give me a big enough number. There, there's, on only, there's only one problem with his calculus. Trent Williams didn't go to Alabama. He went to Oklahoma. So why oh, did we man, land on Trent Williams? Stupid? You're, am well, I, that stupid? I wouldn't put it that way, Jason, but I just feel like it's Wait, a poor handicap. <laughs> I had him. I had him as as an Alabama offensive tackle. Have I been wrong? It's one of those things in my head. I've just been. All week, I'm like, Alabama, Alabama. He went to Alabama. No, he went to Oklahoma. Well, there's got to be somebody else from Bama. <laughs> you can find roster. somebody else. Yeah, though, come Jason. on. <laughs> that's right. That's, uh, that's embarrassing, especially because I used to be able to name every player's college. Hey, listen, that's, uh, listen. That's shameful. Oklahoma versus. I apologize to you, the listeners, for my uh, you can still getting com- that wrong. You can still call the uh, the Pentagon, so we're all still impressed. <laughs> still better yeah, than the that. The Pentagon will still take my calls, even if I get Trent Williams' uh, school wrong. Okay. That's why I couldn't understand. I'm like, what is he talking about with Trent Williams? <laughs> All right. Sorry about that. I, I, I get I, very rarely I get things wrong, but it, it has been known to happen. All right. Later in the week, uh, I want some airplane, uh, or some airplane intel, and uh, some more uh, prop bets. Okay. Absolutely, can't wait. I will have plenty of prop bets. We will talk about all sorts of stuff. Super Bowl is going to be an amazing game. If you get, get a chance to go, it's going to be the best day of your life. And I'm sorry about the Tropicana closing. I know that hit you hard as well. Yeah. All right. All right. Those women are going to have to find a new place to work. Jason, Jason Weingarten, everybody, at Spreadopedia, right here on the Numbers Game at Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. Kelly and I coming back with more Super Bowl 58. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. 
Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is kid-safe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Start your morning with a daily dose of winning strategies, insider tips, and the latest buzz with the free D, uh, the free VEASAN daily newsletter. In today's newsletter. Check it out. Which Super Bowl props cash most often? We got a list going over it. Get expert analysis. Latest odds delivered straight to your inbox. Absolutely free. Don't cost you nothing. Visit vcin.com slash newsletter to subscribe. Skill Alexander, we had tweets, by the way, epic tweets today. Was that a, was that a Hall of Fame uh, appearance from Jason Weingarten? I mean, he's got a lot of Hall of Fame That was quality. Uh, Vegas Vice, forget Reba. Chiefs won last year with a uh, purple Gatorade shower afterwards. For uh, superstition purposes, Chiefs have to go with purple again. So you're getting plus 200 on the Chiefs to win the game and a free roll if the Niners win because we don't know their color. Hey, he wants to bet Gatorade by proxy. Likes yeah. The, you like the Chiefs handicap. Be right? careful with that. <laughs> Kelly's Kelly, can we expect a Gatorade deep dive later uh, we'll in the go week? Ga- Gatorade, yeah, yeah. I don't know about deep dive, but rant. I'll give you a rant uh, the Reba, sure. The Reba bar has been set, my friend. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I can give you the deep dive. That's fine. But then I'm going to give you my opinion. And my opinion is there's one color that makes way more sense than all the others. I like how you say opinion with a P Opinion. Yeah. <laughs> um, B. Morianan. This is a great tweet. He said, Reba seems like the type who would nod along with the producer telling her to drag out the anthem a little bit, and then she'd still come in at 110. (laughs) That's so great. That's exactly right. She's (laughs) like, whatever you say. Uh, Chris Heath. I'm seeing one minute, 26 and a half seconds, under minus 110, over minus 150. The over heavily juiced. Because they can't set it low enough, man. (laughs) So they're thinking, like, it can't possibly be this low even. So that's why the over is juiced. She may very well go over minus one, I mean, over a minute, 26 and a half. It's so low, right? It's like a a baseball game. If it's lined, if it's lined five, right? Well, if it's two to two tie, you can't lose. So this is. Oswald Lincecum. Uh, Rob, Niner Rob. As a postman, I can say not to take anything the postmaster says seriously. (laughs) Rob, we better hide your identity, so, buddy. So many postal workers that listen to this oh, show. It's amazing. It's amazing. If if I'm honestly, if we go by the post office employees that listen to this show, we have a billion listeners. Yeah, yeah if game. you just extrapolate to that yeah. number, yeah. Trip Tepper, Jason is the VEASAN version of Cosmo Kramer. Remember the Seinfeld episode when Kramer tried to get the post office to stop sending him mail? Wilford Brimley had a sensational cameo on Seinfeld in that one as the stern postmaster general. You or your wife have diabetes. <laughs> Did he say that? I don't know. Scott C. Jason got the same treatment as Kramer treatment from the Postmaster General. Oh, big Seinfeld things. Uh, Grant, betting X-Factors. I saw that Alabama Super Bowl tweet this morning. I think it's no Alabama player who finished their college career at Alabama has ever scored a Super Bowl. Crazy. 
That is crazy. Of course, it doesn't apply. Uh, to, it doesn't apply to Trent Williams, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> that, that one helps to make it a make yeah. it a little bit more sense with you know everybody in college football just transferring all over the place now. J and J watering hole. That's it. I'm going hard on every Oklahoma Bama prop I can find. <laughs> Bo Butters, Jalen Hurts from Alabama scored three touchdowns last year in the Super Bowl. Who finished his career? We just got the caveat. To right. Well, yeah. Who finished his career. So right. Yeah. Right away. Right there. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Uh, hoops by Hoots. Can we have Jason call up the Pentagon and get approval for Reba to fly one of the planes for the Super Bowl <laughs> flyover? Um, <laughs> Eric Biggio tweeting it over from Caesars. By the way, apparently a new Caesars app is coming. Did I hear that correctly? I don't know. You sent me the tweet. <laughs> I haven't gotten an email about it. You sent me the tweet. <laughs> Here's what actually happened. I send Mark Meltzer tweeted yeah. it out that Caesars Nevada is going to change soon. Read into soon. I, I read that message, though, that he got. I never got an email like that. Meltzer, like Seltzer, is in tapped in, dude. We don't get the okay. emails he gets. MGM sent me an email. <laughs> um, if that here's what happened. I text Kelly this this tweet from Sel, from Sel, Meltzer like Seltzer that it's that's changing. And your immediate response was like, I'm holding my breath. <laughs> Kelly was like all all skeptical. <laughs> yeah, sure. With all due respect, <laughs> with all I'm due not respect. Hold my breath here. <laughs> Oh, uh, but the but the new BetMGM Nevada is quite splendid. It's been great. Yeah, I, I mean, you you texted me the one, I, I would say the only issue I feel like I've had with it. But yeah. even I mean, it's really hard to complain about that. I was complaining about got, I was complaining about facial recognition. Yeah, yeah. So we've come that far. Yeah, because some, we're complaining it, it about. is it is hit or miss whether it works or it just brings you to the login Correct. spot where you got to type yeah. in your password. Yeah, it doesn't seem to like it doesn't seem Wait, to like faces. The, all the only time. part that's a little annoying about that is just MGM requires you to have a little bit length or trickier password than some of the other apps in town. So, you know, if you're trying to go fast with a live bet, that's that's a pain sometimes. EPAC 48, ask Jason to ask the postmaster why the waiting list to transfer into Las Vegas post office is easily five years or longer. I'll make sure Mrs. Kwong never gives you trouble again. <laughs> oh, uh, man. Super Bowl 50. <laughs> we did it at the same time. Uh, he's, he's just, he's he's, just something. He's the he is something. I can just say, like, like the, the, I like the, how adamant he is about knowing the, the military stuff. Like, I can just see oh, Jason, like, hopping in the bro, car and driving to a, some local military year. base. And be uh, like, hey, uh, it's a scuttlebutt around here about them planes, you know? He was right about it last year, though. That's like, he, awesome. he was completely right about it. I don't know how I missed that last year. Well, I don't remember this last year. We're looking at NBA stats <laughs> when we were talking about it. I'm like, oh, there's Kelly looking at NBA stats while we actually win a bet over here. Um, oh, man. Uh, it is it is interesting though how these novelty props get so much interest. Yeah, this time of year. And again, two weeks to talk about the game itself. We went a deep dive into the game yesterday, talking about it. And I will get back to that point I made earlier with Drew, which I made yesterday, which is it is a fascinating handicap because you do have this thing where it's like, but a month ago, San Francisco would have been favored by what five or six points on a neutral. Here we are. It's one and a half. Yet, when you do the whole check each column thing, Kansas City wins in virtually everything, with the exception of this massive check mark of the Niners offense. So that's where we land. Now, I have made three MVP plays. I made them before the championship games. We talked about this yesterday as well. Before the championship games, I bet three Niners. Christian McCaffrey, six to one. Debo Samuel, 40 to one. George Kittle at 80 to one to win. Super Bowl MVP. The only exact I have left is the Niners over the Chiefs at 11-1. to um, I can choose to run with that. I can bet the other side and, and 
lock in a profit, whatever. But that Super Bowl exacta for me is to erase all the other exactas in ego as we uh, crush on tennis on a daily basis. But those are the Super Bowl bets that I have going. You can bet Super Bowl MVP by position as well. Um, now, we, we talked about this yesterday on the show, that by position in the previous 57 Super Bowls, 32 have been won by the quarterback. 32 of 57. That is why quarterback position to win the MVP is at minus 265, Kelly. Running back, which was a position that used to win MVP here or there, but just doesn't anymore because running back is not as important as it once was mm -hmm. in the game of football, is at plus 380. These are at uh, DraftKings. And these two backs feel way more alive, though, with McCaffrey. Well, McCaffrey, the, the reason why I bet him at 6 to 1. By the way, you can. You, here's the thing, though. You can get McCaffrey at. At a better price than this, but you're right, Pacheco both. So plus 380. If you buy into the Pacheco narrative, yeah, because you got to buy and into you got you got to buy one. into that. But I but I do, you know, like we talked about this bit yesterday. I guess we didn't bring up Pacheco where it was. This is just not the. I don't think this is the year that you can just write in that if the Chiefs win the game, Patrick Mahomes is winning the MVP award. Yes, he's obviously the most likely. But I think there's a Kelsey factor, and I think that there is a game there is a game script here where. Both these teams look to run the ball heavily uh, because that is the weakness of the other uh, of of the defenses. Historically, 32 of the previous 57 won by a quarterback. Eight have been won by a wide receiver. Seven have been run, have been won by a running back. Four linebackers, two defensive ends, two safeties, one corner, one defensive tackle, and of course, one kick slash punt returner, Desmond Howard, baby, who won that for the uh, the Green Bay Packers. The last running back to win. Super Bowl MVP was any guesses, Kelly? No idea. Do, 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 do. Can't even imagine betting wide receiver here. Terrell Davis, Terrell Denver Davis. Broncos, 1998. I mean, that's that is wild. I mean, that was a long time ago. Wide, that's, that's a wide receiver, of a, almost a quarter of a century ago. Like wide receiver at eight to one. I don't think you can bet that because, like, who are we really talking about? We're really talking about Debo, talking and, about and then a very, I mean, yeah. for one of those other guys to win it, I don't know. Tight end at nine to one. Okay, I think the tight ends are possible. Yeah, I agree with you. Wide receiver, wide receiver is the throw out there. Yeah, I'd throw that out. And I just can't get behind defense. I'm sorry. Well, yeah. Once you get past tight end, I mean the rest of these yeah. kind of throw throw out because I think you're if you're betting one of these, you're zeroed in on one guy probably anyways, right? What would an an offensive lineman is 250 to one? What would an offensive lineman have to do to win Super Bowl MVP? Thinking about that as I was typing this up. Um, I mean, it would have it would have to he'd be have to, eligible wide res, uh, eligible receiver stuff, right? And catch like two touchdowns. He'd have to catch one, and he'd probably have to land on one in the end zone. Yeah, something like that, and it'd be an extremely low scoring game. No, but then a defender probably win it. I don't know. <laughs> don't or, make, or make some shoestring tackle to prevent the winning touchdown. I was wondering what a punter would have to do, or a long snapper. Oh, the punter would have to have like five kicks inside the five yard line. I mean, they just don't be this like, add defense. We'll just give it to a, de a defender. Kicker? Have to be like a 15 to 12 See, game. that one I think I could even, yeah, like you could make a case for that. It's like seven yeah. field goals and that's it. Yeah, well, doesn't really happen either. No. Um, I'm hoping one of my three get in. We've done all we can do. Best bets is next. Enjoy from Visa, the Sports Betting Network. 
Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.